Warning. The following contains massive spoilers for the designated series. Listener discretion is advised. You are being watched. You're listening to the Television Archive. The show where we, the television-loving hordes of the internet, take a deep dive into what used to be in our beloved media. My name is Thomas Michael Clark, and this is Person of Interest. These people irrelevant. We don't. Hunted by the authorities. We work in secret. You'll never find us. But victim or perpetrator, if your number's up, we'll find you. Today we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 20, titled Death Benefit. Yet another amazing, amazing episode that, oh boy, is something special. Oh boy, does it go to some pretty special places. So, this episode starts off pretty much where the last one left off. Uh, We're getting all the fallout from the Northern Lights leak, uh, from all that uh, black budget stuff that went to the media, that Vigilance leaked to the media, and now Northern Lights being cancelled. We see Root working the relevant numbers. Uh, In fact, actually taking Shaw with her on a couple of them. That's a whole uh, subplot that goes throughout this episode. And we see Greer and Decima taking up this opportunity to go, Hey! Uh, hey! Uh, Senator! Senator guy that was, uh, at the top of the Northern Lights deal. Uh, Senator guy that was above control for a bit. Hey! How about... We partner up, and I give you access to Samaritan. Because unlike Northern Lights, unlike the machine, it's an open system. You could do whatever you want with it without any ethical restrictions at all. You could just do it, do whatever. You could just. Go nuts. And Greer's pitching this to him, and the guy's like, I don't know, I don't think we'll ever get a chance to get it through Congress. And Greer's just like, any dissenting voices, we'll deal with. We'll figure it out. Cut to our new number. Uh, that Reese has to go to D.C., where Finch already is, to deal with. This congressman. Now, we don't know where the threat's coming from. Uh, we know he's actually pretty decent congressman. Genuinely uh, represents the actual stuff his, con- his constituents want, uh, from what we can tell. Uh, genuinely not that scummy of a politician, as far as politicians go. Uh, big against surveillance. We know that much. And he's in a position, he's in a position of power. He's on the House Rules Committee that basically has the power to just either elevate or kill a bill that's going through. So he has a lot of influence. Now, we're not sure where the threat is coming from. 
And we gotta get close to him to figure that out. So, Reese goes on this whole plan where he stages an attack against the congressman. So the Secret Service will get called in for additional protection. And then assumes the identity of a Secret Service agent. And starts protecting this guy. Now we follow this guy for a while, follow this guy for a while, follow this guy for a while. Nothing comes up. Nothing at all. Until we get some agents showing up from Decima. Decima is targeting this man. Decima is coming after this dude. And so we get this whole cat and mouse game with Decima uh, that results in Reese having to kidnap the congressman he's trying to protect. Uh, But they get this whole cat and mouse game. They are getting into brawls with them, getting into big gunfights with them, getting into big back and forths with them. Shaw at one point shows up because the machine told her to give them back up. Well, Root, the machine threw Root. (laughs) Root relaying messages from the machine, but you get the point. And eventually, we're at this one abandoned house. We have the congressman held. Uh, We got this Decima guy being held captive and being interrogated. We're trying to jailbreak his phone. And we jailbreak the phone and figure out, wait a minute, these... Decima guys, their orders aren't to kill the congressman. It's to protect him. Wait, so this comes up with a couple of questions. First off, why would Decima want to protect this man? Second, Decima isn't targeting this man who is if decima is not the reason the machine spat out this dude's number what is and we find the answers to both those questions first off turns out why does decima want to protect this man because they've paid him off And this guy is their man on the inside of Congress to get Samaritan Greenland. To get Samaritan into the government uh, jurisdiction and to get Samaritan the feeds that it needs to completely control everything. And this guy has some god-awful logic as to why he's uh, going and why he's going with this thing. It's like, yeah, like, the government can't control it because they can't keep secrets for shit. That Northern Lights thing's a fiasco. But for Decima, with it being a private thing, it's better. It's better. And really, stuff like this is inevitable. And even, even the anger, the outrage over stuff like this, it's not, it's really superficial, because people want to be protected, they just don't want to know how. 
So this guy has done so many backflips to justify his blatant, blatant, blatant corruption. So now we have that second question. If if Decimus not the reason this number got pulled up, what is? Well, the threat isn't Decima. Decima isn't isn't a threat against him. It isn't a threat against his life, so it can't be that. Also, we haven't really seen any other threats from anywhere else. So maybe he's not a victim. Maybe he's a perpetrator. I mean, he is uh, pushing for Samaritan to come online, and Samaritan will cause uh, a crap ton of lives to be lost. Maybe? Maybe that's it? But wait a minute. That doesn't work either, because he's not directly killing these people. He's just starting a chain reaction that'll lead to their deaths. That's kind of not... Uh, the numbers always come for more direct action, so that doesn't make sense. And then, the realization comes. Our congressman is the victim. And the perpetrators are Reese, Shaw, and Finch. The machine did not send them his number to protect him. They sent it so that they'd kill him. Hey, you know how usually Root would handle this sort of thing? You know how usually Root would handle these sorts of necessaries? Well, guess what? Root's now retasked with the relevant numbers, so... Who is left to do the, uh, the necessaries? That's been retasked, I guess, to Reese, Shaw, and Finch in this particular case. And now the machine's saying, kill this man. This man will bring Samaritan online. Now, Reese, willing to go with this. Shaw, willing to go with this. Reese doesn't trust the machine, but he trusts Finch, and Finch built it. Shaw trusts the machine completely. The two of them are like, okay, let's take this guy out. Like, this obviously isn't the ideal situation, but, like, this is what needs to be done. We've already, like, we know from the machine that that's what needs to be done. And Finch is like, no! This is not why I designed the machine! This is not why I wanted to put together any of this! This is not... This is not why. This is not the reason that we're here. This is not what we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to save lives, not take them. And I mean, yes, if we leave this guy alive, Decima's one step closer to bringing up Samaritan, but we can find another way. And Reese and Shaw are very adamant, like, no, 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 no. And then Fitch is like, if we're killing this guy, I'm out. And this debate persists. And it's a really devastating moment, because quite literally, this is the machine forcing 
our team, forcing our heroes to go against the entire principle of their mission. This is the machine forcing its assets to go against their own mission statement. It's huge. And the writers, god damn, they did a great job of tackling this scene because they definitely gave it every bit as much weight as a moment like this deserves. Uh, and Jim Caviezel, Michael Emerson, Sarah Shahi, all of them, like, really bring gravitas to this moment in their performances, where you really feel like, this is something new, this is something huge, this is a pivotal moment. Like, you really feel it as it's happening. It's one of those moments that is so cataclysmic. In what it means. In the underlying subtext. Uh, and so pointedly written. So pointedly acted. Where in the moment you're watching it and thinking. Holy shit. This is like. This is big. It's one of those moments where like you know as you're watching it. You're watching a big moment. You know what I mean? Like you know when you're watching a show. And thinking to yourself. Oh my god, that's the moment. That's the moment that will stick with me. That's the moment that will resonate. That's the moment where this show brings its A++++++ game. This is that. This is that. Now, thankfully, Reese eventually decides not to kill him. Although they make you believe they killed him for a while. Like, they leave, they make their grand escape uh, as the authorities are closing in. And they make you believe for several minutes that they straight up murdered this man. But eventually it's revealed, no, he's alive, Reese spared him. But at that point, the damage is done. Finch has lost faith in his creation. He no longer has the stomach for doing what we are doing. And so, as soon as they escape, as soon as they're out of danger, Finch leaves. Finch disappears and is nowhere to be found. And then we get our ending. Greer meets with our senator again. And the senator's like, I talked to my colleagues and we all agree this isn't the right time. And Greer's like, oh, I think it is. Uh, we have this congressman on the phone. He's like, yeah, we can definitely get this through the house if, uh, if you let us. How about, how about a beta test? How about you give me the NSA feeds for, say, New York for 24 hours? And I'll find you a terrorist. Our senator agrees. Greer brings up Samaritan for its 24-hour beta test. And the first thing he says, the first order he gives to Samaritan. Find Harold Finch. I feel like I shouldn't say anything. I feel like I should just leave it there. I feel like I should just... I'll, I'll say this much. Three episodes left. They're a damn good three episodes. Are you starting to see? Are you starting to see why this is my favorite season of Person of Interest? It's so good. It's so perfect. It's so brilliant. It's such a pivotal moment in that lore. 
Holy crap. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. Three episodes. Next week, we'll finish out the season. It's going to be great. It's going to be real good. Get your asses ready for that. If you like this, favorite the podcast, anchor.fm slash TV archive, so you can be here every single Monday through Friday as we go through every single episode of this and other shows. And you can find it on pretty much whatever podcast or app you prefer. Feel free to call in as well. It's as simple as just a push of a button on the Anchor app. I'll play those on the show from time to time if you feel so inclined to send those in. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram, TomTom4468. And support the show, patreon.com slash thomasclark, pledges a dollar a month. I appreciate everything you get through there. Uh, if you become a patron, you can also get access to the Television Archive Supplemental, which I will be putting up there once every month. Or, if that doesn't work for you, you can also support the show directly via Anchor. I appreciate that as well. On Monday, we will be discussing Season 3, Episode 21. Talk to you then.